We have lights? Good. Good, good, good. I can hear you here. I can see it there. I unplugged that so we're not getting extra sound. I will move this up the way. Uh. Oops. Oop. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care about the table, but I don't want to glue shit to it either. Right. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Hi, Frito. Yes, you're a delightful, delightful fur baby, and I love you. But. I mean, any more than it already is. Right. Oh, wait, hey, it's already dry. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Screw it. I'm done. Those days, huh? Yes, it has been. I, well, it's been one of those weeks. I've been such a friggin' klutz, just like dropping everything. You can ask him. He thinks it's insane. He's like, "What are you doing? Why are you dropping everything on the planet? Why?" Hi, honey. What did I do? You're. You keep referring to the fact that I'm a klutz like every five minutes. No, I haven't. <laughs> Only when you watch me drop something. I don't say anything. I just watch you drop. And you <laughs> laugh a lot. That seems like a fair and valid reaction. <laughs> like... I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So how have you been? I know we're, we're a little late. Um, Just been working and doing shit around the house. Uh, everyone in my house is super depressed, so unless I do it, the thing, the thing doesn't get done. That's so, fun. Yeah, I'm the only one cleaning. I'm the only one doing. Yeah. I'm just like. Yeah. I, yes, sweetheart. Hi. Hello. Oh no, captive audience. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> yeah. Then I've been playing Final Fantasy VI. So. Oh, I haven't touched that in forever. What the hell? Of course, I don't. Also, don't have you know any kind of an emulator or anything like that. To... Oh, it's. Uh, I got the SNES Classic. Oh, there you go. That would do it. It's one of the titles on there. So. Oh, Kefka, you flamboyant bitch. <laughs> uh, so the collector. Yeah. Actually, uh, I actually like this movie. Um, it's just been a while since I've like sat and watched. Shout out to Waylon because he recently watched the movie and was posting about it on Facebook. Right. Um, Waylon does not like. Movie. <laughs> oh, Waylon! Waylon! There's no D on the end of your name. I hate that. I hate that I did that. But uh, no, Waylon, Waylon, honey, <laughs> we love you very much. <laughs> we do. You're amazing. Uh, mm. We're allowed to disagree. <laughs> this whole thing was that this movie gives him anxiety, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's I felt that. It's kind of supposed to, yeah. really. I mean, it's kind of like this combination between Home Invasion and Saw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So are we ready to go? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. He's got to play with his phone. Are you going to turn it off this time like you did last time? Hopefully not. <laughs> the problem is that I, I, I set it to not uh, go to sleep and lock. Mm. Um, 
but just force of habit of everyday use. I'm just Click. like, eh, power button. And I'm like, wait, shit, no. I... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, our electronics rule our lives. Anyway, hey, kids, it's Candy Coated Razor Blades. I'm your host, Bob. And I don't need this kind of collection in my life. <laughs> and here's my co-host, RC. Please introduce Hi, everyone. Yourself. I'm RC, and I also know what it's like to be handcuffed in a bathtub. <laughs> you kinky bitch. <laughs> We're talking about The Collector today. Oh, I I really enjoy this movie I, I because it does freak me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. I love, I love both of these. I'm a huge fan. Um, when I first saw the trailer, I think it was for this. No, it wasn't for this one. It was the trailer for the second one, the collection. Yes, I do love the um, second one. When I saw the second, when I saw the trailer for the second one, which at that point had not yet been released, mm-hmm. uh, the feature, obviously, um, I went back and I watched this one, and I was like, "This guy's methodical and insane." And finally, I relate to a villain <laughs> because, like, of course, I'm gonna try to escape through the windows. Oh, oh look, God. razor blades, lol. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, that's, I feel like that's how I would be. Yeah. Like weirdly elaborate traps. It's like, no, I know how you're going to get, try to get out of this. And I've already right. thought of something. I mean, but, but some of these things I'm watching the movie and I'm like, I would set these things and then forget that they're there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would like be walking the goop. The goop. I would the be, goop. I would be walking into like the, the hanging fish hooks. Oh God. Oh, Ooh. I would end up with so many new piercings. That one, <laughs> that one. And the, the, it's not razor wire but razor wire right uh, those two i was like uh, like why is it all well, like uh, this poor guy the, the the lead in this like the skin on his face like <laughs> right oh god oh god um i don't have any trivia on this but i'm pretty sure i remember hearing something about him getting like super injured a few times during filming i'm like uh, yeah oh. that's i could see that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, give us the deets. Uh, released in 2009, this is written and directed by Marcus Dunstan, as well as uh, co-written by Patrick Melton. Okay. Uh, so, Anything else that they've done that we know of? Um, I didn't look. So oh, that's, I right. that's fine. Uh, I did write one minor piece of trivia because I think it's really funny. Right. Um, this currently has a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it is not a well. No, movie. it is not. I knew. I knew that. I knew that people <laughs> didn't go into this thing loving it. Uh, but then again, you know, we like trash. Yeah. So I mean, you and your clown shit. If you make me watch Clown Oh, it's happening. No, Clownado is no, happening. No, my God. Thanks, please, Max. No, you... you can blame Max. Max, it's you just because he bitch. texted me the poster. Max, you horrible <laughs> bitch. Uh, go ahead. So in the beginning of the movie. Um, not that I'm getting into plot yet, but there's there's two portions. There's like a prologue and then the actual main movie. Right. Uh, in the prologue, William Prale stars as Larry Wharton. Uh, you eventually learn his name. You know his first name in the beginning of the movie. Right. Um, insane amount of horror creds. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I do know that I've seen Dracula him in 2000, shit. Feast Three. He was in the following a bunch. He's done a ton of shit. Right. His wife, uh, Gina. I don't think they ever actually say her name in the movie. Uh, Diane Ayala Goldner in Feast, Feast 2, Sleigh Bells, B E L L E S. Yes. Uh, Halloween 2, the 2009 one. Regardless, also insane amount of horror creds. Right. Um, Juan Fernandez as the collector. 
mm-hmm. almost entirely Spanish cinema. It was this, the collection, and then everything else in Spanish. Right. Um, and then Josh Stewart as Arkin. Uh, people know him from Interstellar, The Dark Knight Rises, uh, this. Why did I write down this? Good job, me. Uh, <laughs> and then he's, he's also done a bunch of TV. Uh, he was on uh, Criminal Minds. He was on... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's tons of things. Right. He's like a major character's fiance on Criminal Minds. Yeah. So he's he's done he's done a lot. Like he's one of those people with like that face and it's like, I know you. Where do I know you from? And yeah. then you find out that it's like fucking everything somehow. Right. But you can't place it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what character actors are for. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for plot? Uh, uh any uh, any more casts we need to go through? Uh not that I wrote down. Oh. Because I was concerned about the the teenage daughter. Okay, so the older one. The older one, because I'm pretty. I will look it up, and we will do this live. Yeah, we will. Yay! I love live. Live is a well, kind of live. It's still Memorex, bitches. (laughs) Okay, so. Because I know her, and I'm pretty sure I don't think she's the kid from Family Ties, but I'm not Family Ties. Um, stupid Kirk Cameron bullshit. So there's Victoria. Is it yeah. Hannah or Jill? Jill was the older one. Jill is Madeline Zima. Yeah. And I uh, know her. She was she like. Is, she, oh, what? Yeah. Hang on. Uh, she's she's a sitcom kid. Of, movies I've never heard of. She was in an Allie and AJ short. That makes me really happy. Yeah. She was in fucking Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, something called Rose Drive. Don't know what it is. Looks creepy. Uh, I am watching you. TV movie. Hi, honey. <laughs> uh, she was in an episode of Grimm. Okay. Now I'm talking when she was a kid, like ages and ages ago. Yeah, I, I, I know what Madeline Zima from I? something. I'm just trying to remember Gilmore from what. Girls. She was in one episode. She was in The Nanny as Grace. That's Shepard. her. That's her. That's right. She was the, the youngest one in The Nanny. I don't think I ever watched The Nanny. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a funny show, but one can really only take so much of Fran Drescher's voice. Right. So, yeah. But anyway, no, that's I, I was I was actually super stoked to see her. I'm like, oh, you took this part so you could show your boobs, didn't you? Didn't you? She's still doing stuff like recently. Yeah. So. She's good. good I her. like her. Yeah. Good for her. But anyway, go ahead with she the She doesn't deserve what happens in this movie. No. Oh, that poor thing. <laughs> go ahead. A man named Larry and his wife return home to find that the power is out. They discover a large box upstairs and are horrified by its contents. And then they are attacked by an unseen assailant. And that's yeah. the prologue. Right. You see a box. You see them freaking out when they open the box. It's more like a one of the like old timey like chests. Like a steamer chest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, whack, whack lights out. Right. And now we're somewhere else. And now we're like, what the <laughs> hell has, what the hell just happened? Arkin O'Brien is an ex-convict working as a handyman. His latest customers are the Chase family. He's generally well-liked by the Chases, especially their younger daughter, Hannah, mm-hmm. uh, invites him to a tea party. It's kind of weird, but whatever. I, I didn't write the script. Yeah. Um, while working at the Chase home, Arkin <laughs> notices several strange insects around the house. Um, this 
it's from the Wikipedia. Yeah. He notices like two. Yeah. And one of them is outside. So I, I, I don't fucking know. Right. I, I mean, I'm sure he didn't, you know, see that giant big fake CGI spider, which <laughs> freaked me out at the time. I'm like, yeah, new, no. new. No. Um, he he alerts the exterminators who are also there, uh, specifically four bugs, and then just kind of leaves after getting paid. Right. After work, Arkin meets his wife, whose debt to several loan sharks is due by midnight. Ooh, shit. In order to protect her and her daughter, Arkin plans a heist at the Chase home, which houses a valuable ruby. Um, this was not in the synopsis, but as he's working at the Chase house, he does see that the patriarch of the home is a jeweler. Yeah. So this isn't entirely unreasonable. No, it's Don't not. Don't know why he would keep it in his house, but, you know, decisions. Yeah, maybe it's something it, it, that could be a personal collection thing. Maybe it's not yeah. something he's going to sell. It's just like, oh, I have this giant ruby. Look at yeah. what I can do. Yeah. Best guess. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he breaks in, but as he attempts to crack the safe, a masked figure enters the house and locks the door. <laughs> yeah. Michael, the father, appears injured and attempts to attack Arkin with a golf club, thinking that Arkin is the one doing all of this. However, Michael is incapacitated with a, uh, by a trap rigged with the club. Hilarious. Yeah. Amazing. Scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it follows the tripwire. Like, as he picks up the club, it's, like, weighted. Right. Um, off of the golf bag. And then it just, like, strings him up. It's it's hysterical. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be, but. No, I mean, <laughs> any any kind of thing where you're basically dealing with a, with a legitimate deadly type Looney Tunes trap. Oh, yeah. I'm there. That's this whole movie. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all the things. Uh, Arkin attempts to call 911, but the phone is rigged with another trap, uh, a very super pointy needle. Yep. Uh, the windows have been boarded up and lined with razors, making the escape impossible. That's not actually what happens. It's more like a razor guillotine. Yeah. That's like, uh, bye-bye fingers. Um, yeah. Arkin doesn't lose his fingers. He loses a bit of skin off them and then proceeds to bleed profusely right for the remainder of the movie. yeah pretty much i'm like <laughs> how are you getting anything done because you're either sticky or wet yeah just the whole time mm. kids that didn't sound right nope <laughs> but it was correct <laughs> oh where's my pen <laughs> sticky or wet <laughs> uh so uh, all right this movie okay <laughs> When I, I actually did, I was really looking forward to this movie when it came out because I like the premise. Mm-hmm. I really do. It's an interesting premise. And they actually didn't pull it off badly. It seems confusing and jumbled. But in that situation, you're going to be A lot of it is jumbled. clarified in the second one, too. So like yeah. rewatching this movie um, as a set, it, it makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, first you're, you're dealing with... with uh, essentially a safe cracker mm-hmm. who I think it's mentioned has done time in the past or just yes. has come close to it. Yeah. It is mentioned um, while Arkin is trying to set up the heist. He goes and meets with one of his former contacts and there's some like backstory revealed in that exchange. Right. Right. So, so he's a safe cracker. So this, this is what he does. It's like, no, I'm going to go get this Ruby and black, uh, you know, fence the fucker yeah. and pay off. He's, he's trying to, to live like, He's trying to go straight, right. uh, but with the um, the loan sharks freaking out 
his yeah. wife, he's like, well, I have to do something to save my wife and daughter. So I guess here we go right. again. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, it, that's how a lot of these things go. And that's yeah. fine. I mean, as a plot device, it works most of the time. You know, I need a reason to go do this. Okay. Let's go do this. Right. Now that I have my reason. Um, why she went to the loan shark is utterly beyond me. I don't remember if she mentioned that either. It's not, it's yeah. not mentioned, but you know, and of course when you're dealing with the mafia, Trump, um, you know, you, you have to deal with, you know, the fact that if you don't pay, you get your knees broken, you know, shit like at that best. at best, you know, or missing a kid, you know, or having a kid that's sent to sent back to you in tiny chunks until right. you pay whatever you need. So, don't deal with loan sharks, kids. Just don't. It's it's, it's a safety issue, and we're concerned for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it. So, you know, getting into this house, I mean, you could kind of see that he was casing the joint a little bit in the pre before you know what's going on. Yeah, because he's looking around like a bit more than just a generic candyman would. Even right. Though he is working all the over the house, so it is like plausible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But how much of that is intent versus just old habits? Yeah, it could be, could be, but he, he also kind of like snoops a little bit, you know, first off he sees that the guy's a jeweler. He knows that, you know, he, he's yeah big in that world, I guess, you know, he, he peeks in on the, the wife injecting herself with Botox. Um, yeah. That scene happened. Yeah, it did. And oh my God, I have a little wrinkle right here. <clears throat> Stab in the head. Why? You're like 35. You need to calm down yeah. before you inject legit food poisoning into your face. Because it's not hard do people, to do. Do people know that that's what Botox is? It's botulism. It's fucking food poisoning. You're injecting it in your face. I realize that like, for something like a migraine, where it actually has that legitimate medical value, great, awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, just for know the it was used for that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they do. That, mm-hmm. Um that's what they started using it for. And then right. they realized it paralyzes facial muscles and re- and relaxes wrinkles. Mm. I'm like, you know what? I will age gracefully. Thank you. I, I don't need the, the, the collagen. I don't right. need the Botox. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need any of this shit. Um, because no, I don't want to inject actual poison into my face. Right. I don't, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then the creepy, I'm sorry. If you're working at a house, if the daughter invites you to a tea party, you say, can you go ask your father first? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, you can tell that in this, the guy is not perving on the little girl. Oh, of course, yeah. Which is very, very good. Yeah. But even the dad's like, That's this a little is weird. weird. Yeah, it's weird. Because uh, he's kind of saying, okay, what are you doing with my little girl? Right. You know, it. you see that he's not pervy. The dad kind of knows he's not pervy because he's been around the house for forever. Yeah. You know, doing whatever glazing work that he's doing because he's hanging windows. That's right. what's happening. Um, Which is super ironic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. The, if you're just an employee at the house, unless you're the nanny. Don't don't accept the invitation to the tea party. Say, I'm sorry, sweetheart, I have to work. Yeah. You know, something like that. Don't no. Don't don't mess with your employer's kids unless you have specific permission to do so. Right. And and even then just keep a distance. (laughs) Keep a distance, kids. Um so 
yeah, the lead up is fine. You know, you take 20 minutes and you, and you get the backstory and, you know, he gets the, the obvious threats from his former coworkers who, who go in with him mm-hmm. and quickly end up dispatched. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, the fact that he's not aware that all of this shit was done before yeah like it's like an extreme level of tunnel vision yeah i want to know how that family didn't know i know the daughter went out the the teenage girl went out right she wouldn't have known because she's like no i'm not going on this fucking vacation with you oh my god i hate you mom and left you know uh the little the little girl should have been in bed with a babysitter well not with the babysitter but right you know having a babysitter there it was bedtime for her um Unless they all went out to a movie or something. But so it's not really clear exactly when the attack started. Yeah. Um, given that the mom has been at this point, um, not that we're there yet, but the mom is chained up in the basement. Yeah. Handcuffed in a bathtub. Um, so it would seem that they attacked the parents first. They being mm-hmm. who, whoever, because at this point we still don't know. Okay. Not really. Um, and then, at, like, while the parents were getting attacked, the teenage daughter was out, the much younger one hid. Right. We, I did know that the, that yeah. the younger girl, that Hannah hid. So, um, so I, I'm, I'm guessing the timeline is attack the parents, get them tied up mm-hmm. and, and put away, try and find the daughter. But in the meantime, just set up the traps, I guess. Um, given, so we know a little bit about the timeline about when things are taking place, because we know that at the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. um, it's, and I quote, just before midnight. Yeah. So we have to assume that given that he takes roughly an hour, mm-hmm. uh, an hour of movie time, my nose is killing me. Um, he takes roughly an hour of movie time to, to go from start of movie to end of movie when he's finding that out. So this right. has to be, Somewhere around eleven, I think so. You know, ten, eleven, yeah, maybe ten thirty. Yeah. So, but but I'm I'm just concerned with okay, when did the collector come in? I know that the collector was actually shown during the day when they're still doing the work on the house. I know yes. it was towards the end of the day at that point. Yeah, which we're assuming five o'clock, ish, ish, somewhere in there. So, in the six hours between five and eleven, how the hell? Yeah. Did you board up all the windows with razor blades inserted in the board, set up the the guillotines in the window, set up the room full of bear traps? Love that one. That is um, great. Yeah. Like, Not to mention the, the daughter's room full of goop. Daughter's room full of goop. And then the razor wire room. The razor wire room. The, the stuff behind the bathroom. screen. The fish hook bathroom. Um, the chain in the tub. With like things stapled to her face because apparently yeah. she likes injections, so she just didn't feel anything. Oh, look, Botox. Um, and then the father basically strapped I, I that was that like an exercise machine he was strapped to. Um, I mean, we'll talk about that in a second after, after. he after the golf club scene because you also had to set up the thing for the golf clubs, yeah, yeah, golf clubs. Uh, you and had the to phone set up the thing for the scissors, yep, and the trip wires fucking everywhere and the scissors and. Oh, how yeah i i mean that's not gonna take you two hours it's not 
I, I, it probably wouldn't even take you six. That would take a team of skilled artisans <laughs> a full day, at least. Yeah. <laughs> skilled trap artisans. <laughs> I'm, just, like, I'm like, God, I swept the upstairs hallway. I'm done for the day. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I ran the Roomba. Ooh, nap time. I don't even have a Roomba. Uh, <laughs> But um, okay, so yeah, okay. Timing, we're 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 stretching that suspension of disbelief. I believe it can be done, just not in that time frame. Yeah, you know, if if we had gone in and you know, uh, our dude comes in at like two in the morning, then it might be a little more plausible. Yeah, you know, but but given the deadlines yeah. are an important part of this movie, like yeah. it's it, the movie brings mm-hmm. it up, right? Right. So, I mean, yeah, it, everything has to be done before midnight. So, yeah. I mean, uh, do, does he just know that they had they don't have room or they have rooms that they don't go into? So he like prelaid the traps. I don't know. <laughs> oh God! All right. So, so now that that's done, go ahead. Moving go on. ahead. Moving on. Arkin retreats into the basement, where Michael informs him that his wife, Victoria, is trapped as well. His older daughter, Jill, is out, and Hannah is hiding somewhere. Right. And that there's a gun in the safe, and then he gets him the accommodation. <laughs> Silly boy. Um, what Ar- the fuck are you doing here? I need the combination to your safe. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Arkin finds a captive Victoria and has her distract the intruder by angry screaming. Right. Um, while blindfolded. Uh, while he goes upstairs to get to the safe. He opens the safe and gets the gun. Mm-hmm. There are no bullets in the gun. Right. Rude. He pockets the ruby, though. Of course. So, you know. Yeah. Job done. Right. Uh, while searching for Hannah, he finds the same box from the beginning of the film. Hearing noises coming from the box, he opens it to find a bloodied Larry. Who explains that the masked man is a collector of people right. and only collects one person in a household and kills everyone else like he did to his wife. Mm-hmm. For the people he does not collect, he brutally tortures them until death. Horrified, Arkin unsuccessfully tries to escape while the collector locks Larry back in the trunk. Right. Larry, what are what are you doing here? I'm the bait. <laughs> Oh, that line uh, is so good. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, bait for what? What the? <laughs> oh, and, and we know that Arkin is a completely unplanned option. Oh, yeah. Here at this point, he is throwing wrenches in everywhere. Although he's not throwing them very far. No. Because, or hard. Or hard because he keeps landing in this shit himself. Yeah, this is where, you know, the traps were going off before he bloodied his own fingers. He just managed to stop that window from slamming down and just cutting them right off. So lucky, that guy. So lucky. And also Uh, incredibly unlucky. Right. (laughs) Because now he's in the house of horrors just for trying to get that fucking ruby. You know, oh, Jesus. That poor guy, you know. And, and of course, you know, we know the end of the movie, which we'll get to in a bit, but his life is a shit storm. And I don't, oh, yeah. I don't feel, well, I do feel bad. I'm like, yeah. So I don't, this main character who is, who is super relatable, mm-hmm. um, just nothing goes right. Right. Like 
he gets the ruby. That's mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. where the things that go right end. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Go ahead. Arkin goes back downstairs and discovers Michael dead. He goes to Victoria, who's been tortured a little, and frees her. They try to escape, but after Victoria notices Michael's corpse, she panics and runs up the stairs into the collector, who stabs her multiple times, which somehow only injures her, still really unclear, (laughs) uh, and throws her back downstairs. Shortly after, Jill arrives home with her booyfriend, Chad. The fact that her boyfriend's name is Chad is the best. Oh my god, Chad. <laughs> I, I, I expected I expect him to be in that fucking fraternity row shit. The Chad. <laughs> <laughs> the Chad was great. The Chad was great. Sorry. As, as the two prepare to have sex on the kitchen table, uh, oh. repeatedly, like, almost hitting tripwires. Right. Uh, and Madeline Zima, again, I'm used to her uh, before I was before I saw this movie, when it came out in theaters, yeah. I was like, oh, child actress. Mm. Oh, wait, there's her very large boobs. What? What the hell? OK. <laughs> Time uh, makes fools of us all. It does. Uh, <laughs> shit. Where was I? Sorry. Oh, my God. I broke. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Jill, uh, at that point, <laughs> notices the collector watching them. Mm-hmm. Chad attacks him. <laughs> right. Um, this was Chad, honey, you. This is the best. You tried. <laughs> he did. He tried so hard. So the collector just pushes him into the room filled with several bear traps. Oh, so first his ankle gets. Best. His ankle gets, you know, destroyed by bear trap. And then he just falls on his back somehow. Right. We're talking. Look, kids, if you have not seen this, we are talking. I keep Every hitting time. this goddamn microphone. <laughs> We're talking like edge to edge yeah. bear traps. There is no section of floor uncovered by bear trap. So when you fall into that, yeah, things happen. Awesome. So things. his his arm gets torn off. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his ankle and leg ankle. get torn off. Yep. And then it clamps his his head. head. Oh, great that, scene. I remember that being in the trailer and I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, this is going to be good. Uh, again, I like traps. Traps are fun. They are fun. So, and, uh, uh, but oh, all right. And this is where he grabs her and basically ties her to the stairs with razor wire with around her neck. razor wire, yes. Around her neck. Or, and wrists. Right. Oh, don't fucking move. No. Don't move at all. Huh. Anyway, go ahead. Don't move. Don't let gravity affect you. Right. Like, there's no good option. Th- there really aren't. Jill's captured, but she does manage to make a 911 call before being taken on her cell phone. Um, apparently, she's the only one in this whole fucking movie with a cell phone. Right. Or that could get to it before yeah. anybody did anything with it. Uh, using an alarm clock as a distraction. Also awesome. Arkin frees Jill, but she doesn't trust him and is killed by a trap. When she reaches for a pair of scissors, she gets catapulted into a board right. full of screws. Right. <laughs> How? Wait. Uh, because I, she. Okay. I so love this so much, but. The scene is amazing. <laughs> There's so many questions. <laughs> because when, when I say she gets catapulted, I don't mean anything is wrong with the floor. Right. What happens is a, a series of pulleys pulls the 
wire that's mm-hmm. attached to the scissors, and she just takes the scissors on a fucking flying carpet right. ride. <laughs> she supermans into the fucking home entertainment system, which is lined with nails. Like big six inch carpentry nails now, and she's just pinned to the wall like a fucking bug. Amazing. The scene is amazing, but <laughs> most people I feel like wouldn't have that kind of a death grip on those scissors. Probably not. Most people would say, Oh, it's being pulled from me. Let go. Let it go. Let it go. So oh, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Fuck me. No, let go of the goddamn scissors. Or look at the scissors first to see if there's a goddamn tripwire attached, because that was not just like fishing wire. That was no, actual that metal wire. How do you not see? Oh, this has wire tied to it. I wonder what that's connected to. <laughs> how odd. <laughs> how, how, <laughs> how peculiar. <laughs> I wonder what this does. Boop. Oh, I'm flying. <laughs> oh, heavens, oh, pull me. Oh, <laughs> oh my poor. My poor eye. That pierced my eye. My poor ocular well, orifice. <laughs> oh, I am deceased. <laughs> Go. Oh, okay. uh, Arkin eventually decides to escape the house, but in the process. Okay, this, this sentence is, is bad. Arkin eventually decides to escape the house, and he does. He fucking gets out. He yeah. gets all the way outside. He is he's in mm-hmm. he's in the safe zone of the not in the house. Right. But Oh god, Hannah. He sees Hannah in the window with the yeah. collector coming her way. Yep. Refusing to leave her behind, he re-enters the house and prepares a trap to kill the collector with Hannah. Hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just grab the kid and get out of the house. Meh. Okay, so while it's wonderful that you want to include this child in your activities. <laughs> so so here's here's another part of the thing where suspension disbelief like pops up for me because right. of the timelines. Mm-hmm. So we know that at most the killer has been there for like six-ish hours. Right. So we also know that now the whole family, except for the little girl, is dead. Yeah. The little girl who has managed to evade capture and being seen mm-hmm. and all the traps on her own yeah. for six hours. Yep. Go get people with guns. Go get guns. Yeah. Like, just go. Just, yeah. Just yeah. get more people. Like, right. <laughs> right. I mean, more people are going to die. You just know that's going to happen. But don't. I'm sure the kids saw him at that point. Yes. yes. She's trying to get his attention. She absolutely knew he was there. He should have just told her, go back where you were. He didn't see you. Hide. You know, he he's, he's going to be gone at a certain point. I will be back with other people to take care of him. Right. I understand that he didn't want to risk it. And I get that because it's a child. Yes. Because unfortunately we have, I, I say unfortunately, and it's kind of a, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. It really is. This thing where we don't like to kill kids yeah. in horror movies. Okay. So when we're talking about reality, kids are going to die in that situation. I'm sorry. 
killers aren't necessarily going to look at look at a kid and say, "Oh, you're a kid. You're you're eh, whatever." A kid's still a witness, mm. unless it's an infant. An infant might be left alone, but if the infant is left alone with a bo- with a body count around it, the kid, the infant is probably like, going Harry to die. Harry Potter anyway. wasn't left alone. Like, what right. makes you special? I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, the boy who lived still had the death threat, okay? Still had the massive curse aimed at his forehead. It didn't work, but right. whatever. The power of love. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, but, and of course, Snape was instantly there. Oh, no, Lily's dead. Snape is a garbage person, people. <laughs> But anyway, no, it, it's it's that thing where we don't want to kill a kid. And right. it's because it's horrible. It's horrible to think about this kid who has his whole life ahead of him dying. But this, at some point, we kind of have to let that go in film. Maybe keep it to a minimum. Sure. But if that's the case, just don't put a kid in your movie. If you want realism and you want that gritty part. Unless you're absolutely making fun of the fact that children don't die in horror movies. Kill the kid. Sometimes kill the dog. It's, sometimes it's appropriate. Yeah. It really is. And frankly, in this case, yeah, the kid hid. But really, that kid's probably going to be the first to get it. Seriously. I mean, because the kid doesn't know how to look out for all this stuff. And the kid's not going to be as observant right. as an adult Except somehow, would be. so far, she has been. Right. Ugh, I don't get it, but yeah. yeah, it's still it's it's again double-edged sword. Try not to kill kids, but understand that sometimes it's going to be the realistic thing to do. Yeah, man. Also, just as a quick note, I'm glossing over a lot of little things that happen, mm. like a cat found in goop. Oh, the cat! That poor cat. So this cat had jumped down <laughs> into this this yellow goop, which is apparently it's an adhesive. It's an adhesive, but it's also acidic and just kind of eats through anything yeah. organic. Right. Um, and and trying to be helpful, Arkin saves the cat. The cat is still very injured. Yeah. At this point. So Arkin saves the cat and like tosses it up to a window and surprise other guillotine beheaded cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I said, sometimes you got to kill the dog. <laughs> yep. People don't necessarily care about cats that much. I was still like, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, the cat. Yeah. I mean, they kill the fish, too. No, they don't. I'm going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> because it's another thing that bothered me. Because I was like, how? Okay, right. so, since we're there. Yes. Uh, refusing to leave her behind, just to recap. Uh, Arkin re-enters the house and prepares a trap to kill the collector with Hannah. By knocking over a large fish tank. And Hannah knocking over a TV to electrocute him. Mm-hmm. However, the collector uses Larry as a decoy. So the trap kills Larry instead. Now, when this shot happens, mm-hmm. it's very well shot generally. Yes. Um, it's shot from underneath. Yeah. So you see the water come over, uh, presumably some kind of glass. Um, you see the guy like getting shocked to death. But the whole time, the goldfish are just swimming. Because it's just water. Like, it's not actually electrified at all. Right. So the entire time the goldfish are in frame, just like, Mm -hmm. totally fine. Yeah. So no, they don't kill the fish. (laughs) Like, in in film logic they may have, but I'm like, those fish are fine. They're still, (laughs) like, they're just swimming around. (laughs) 
God damn it. Like, crop the frame. Fucking continuity people. Um, No, fish. uh, First off, the floor of that bedroom is not a tank. There shouldn't be three inches of water on that floor. It should be kind of an even coating soaked into the carpet. Fish aren't swimming on that shit. They're flopping around. Yes. They're, I mean, they're, they're all, you know, whatever that music video was. Dude. The one from the 90s, the goldfish lived, blah, blah, blah. Andy would know. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. I'm not. (laughs) But no, no, the goldfish are dead, kids. Ignore the fact that they (laughs) They appear to be swimming on screen. Right. Clearly, it's the electricity that's enough to kill a grown man. Right. Uh, But goldfish are just. Yeah. Electric eels. Actually, t- an electric catfish, they actually do stun their prey with this electricity. Fish are not immune to electricity. <laughs> They're dead. The fish are dead. Ignore that shit. Go forward. Thank you. Arkin then sends <laughs> Hannah down a laundry chute to the basement where she hides. But before Arkin can do- go down the chute, the collector attacks and knocks him out. <laughs> the collector then takes Arkin captive and brutally tortures him where a bunch of F slurs are thrown around. Yeah. Arkin starts throwing around that slur to try and get the collector's attention so he doesn't go yeah. after Hannah. Yeah, that, that's a piece that I, I didn't... Okay, so story time. <laughs> I actually did try to watch this last night. Um, But we'd had a really fucking busy day. Mm-hmm. And I was just... I was playing with my phone. I wasn't paying attention. And at like 9.15, it's like, it's fucking bedtime because I'm old. Mm. So I'm like, I turned it off. I was going to rewatch today. So I'm like, I didn't really watch that movie yesterday. And I completely forgot about this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, until you mentioned Because I have seen the movie. It's just been right. a really long time. Um, But God damn it. Why uh, Why is that always like, the go-to? Why do we I always I get that it to... was 2009. So yeah. things, things have, in my general opinion changed for the better they not have. enough they've improved yeah but but yeah still yeah I, it, come on man he's he's rolling his eyes at me like <laughs> like i'm the cause of this now seriously kids um scriptwriter friends and and i know that we know most of you from nightmares where there is an actual panel on social media uh, social justice in media which was amazing it was and i i'm hoping that 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 trend continues because it was a great panel yes um Let's stop with having the hero of the piece. I, I mean, if it's the villain, fine. We expect that behavior from a villain. It's not great, but fine, whatever. If it's the hero it's of the piece. easier to get over it. It is. It is. If it's the hero of the piece, let's not have the hero of the piece using another person's sexuality as a fucking insult because it's not. There's nothing wrong with being gay. If there was, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Mm. So let's not do that anymore. Let's not use. I, I mean, I, I was even having kind of a discussion uh, about uh, Fat Thor mm-hmm. from the Avengers because they use that an ex- as an excuse to just make fun of fat people. Fat Thor was hot as fuck. Y'all also, can eat yes. a dick. Uh, stop using fat as a as a means as a reason to, to make fun of people. Stop using oh she's uh, she's a man as a reason to 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 make fun of people. Particularly your heroes. If it's a villain of the piece, they're a villain. We accept that behavior. 
it's not to great an extent. to an extent right but if it's the hero that takes us out of it we don't want that anymore we yeah. don't like that it's not appropriate and we should be trying to be more socially aware with our media duh we talk about this every fucking week <laughs> um but no let, let's stop using the, the that particular f-bomb seriously yeah. it's not cool i mean we might use it among ourselves i don't i, I try not to i have but only if i'm really super pissed and I'm, then i'm just like angry at myself afterwards um but it's it it's it's, it's of those... kind of like the it's kind of like a black person using the n-word we're allowed you're not yeah it's 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 really weird because i have a very negative relationship with it oh i do too um but I try not to let that dictate other people's relationship with it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I know other uh, gay people, because straight people's opinions on this do not matter. Right. I just make that super clear. Exactly. Um, who use it, and I'm just like, hey, I know that you're using it, and that's that's fine. I'm not going to tell you not to. Could you not around me? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so and it's it's... It's really weird. And this is not one of those cases yeah. at all. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's it's just stop using that word. Just don't. Yes. First off, we know you're straight. Quit it. Well, I mean, potentially by, but we don't really discuss that in the movie anywhere. Um, but no, seriously, that word does not belong in a straight person's mouth anymore. No. It doesn't. Sorry. I'm getting more comfortable with kind of reclaiming it a little bit, mm-hmm. which is why I'll use it if I'm super angry at someone. I try not to otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because I, I am older and I have kind of, I haven't deadened myself to it, but I'm understanding right. what it means to me. Mm-hmm. Again, but like you said, I'm not trying to tell anyone else, you know, within right. the gay community, whether or not they're, they, they can use it because they're going to do that according to their comfort level. Yeah. I still see it as an insult. Mm-hmm. I still see it very much with negative connotations, mm-hmm. but I don't, uh, it's, it's not something I'm unaf- uh, I'm afraid to use anymore. Okay. But only among and about my peers, mm-hmm. straight people keep that name out your mouth, full not stop. yours, full stop. Just like a black person using the N word, keep that word out your mouth, white people. Not for you. Even when singing along the songs. Even when you're alone. Mm-hmm. Don't. Right. Right. Just don't. Don't even do it. I I have even gotten to the point where if I'm singing in the car by myself alone, I will stop if that word comes through. I just skip it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not not stop the song, just skip the word. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I knew what you meant. But um, no. No, 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 no. No. That word, no longer for straight people. Suck a dick. Bye. Keep going. <laughs> So, after the F slur is thrown around a whole bunch, a police officer responding to Jill's 911 call tries to arrest the collector, but is killed by the collector's dog. Oh, puppy. Mm. Um, uh, but manages to call for backup before dying. The distraction gives Arkin time to free himself, but he discovers Victoria dead uh, and armed explosives in the basement. Mm-hmm. After killing the collector's dog with a flaming... This is bucket. I think it was a trash can. It was kind of awesome. Right. Um... He he fills a trash can with a bunch of like toilet paper, lights it on fire, opens the bathroom door so that the dog that's chasing him and Hannah uh, runs in. He slams the trash can on the dog's head. So the dog's head's now on fire. Right. And then 
in like the ultimate power move. He throws the whole ass dog (laughs) (laughs) with flaming trash can. (laughs) With flaming trash can still on the dog's head. Just throws it at the collector. Right. (laughs) Uh, Which traps the collector in one of his own in one of his own traps. Sorry, that's a gross sentence. I know. Um, Arkin finally escapes with Hannah and seeing several approaching police cars runs into the road to get their attention, but is hit by one of the cars. Uh, While lying injured in the road, he sees Hannah. Um, oh, this doesn't go into the thing. So while laying injured in the road, he sees Hannah being grabbed by the collector. Right. Mm. But it's a hallucination. It's actually a police officer. Right. Um, because spoiler alert, he just got hit by a fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's amazing what semi-lucidity will do right. to your vision. And injured Arkin tells the police officer that the collector was an exterminator who was also working at the Chase house. The explosives promptly detonate to destroy the house, but the collector is seen running away from the house unharmed. Mm-hmm. While Arkin is being taken to a hospital in the ambulance, he discovers that the ruby is still in his pocket. And he begs the paramedic to call his wife after asking what time it is to find out that it's just before midnight. When something slams into the ambulance, mm, flipping it over. Yep. The ambulance doors swing open, revealing the collector, who had escaped from the burning house undetected. After murdering the injured paramedic, he then kidnaps Arkin by dragging him out of the overturned ambulance and locking him in the box before driving <sighs> away in his van. In a post credit scene, which Brilliant. I don't know if you've seen. I don't remember. In a post-credit scene, the collector is sitting on top of the box while watching film slides. <laughs> Inside, Arkin is heard screaming that he will kill him when he gets out. And the collector kicks the box to shut him up. And on the kick, everything goes black and silent. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't... I, that was before I was trained by Marvel to watch yeah. after credits. <laughs> I will say, um, this is streaming on Shudder. Shudder, Amazon Prime, Vudu, Tubi. It's on a lot. I can vouch for Shutter. They do have the post credit scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I can check on Amazon, but I'm pretty sure they would as well. I would assume. So, but I know not all streamings do it. Like, I don't think. I think there's some that Netflix hasn't had. Yeah. Not for like the Marvel movies because they're not fucking stupid that they have. Right. But the, there's been some other ones that I don't think they've gotten. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um. But now this movie, man, I. I Maybe it's because it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, watching it yesterday again, I wasn't really paying attention, but it's because I knew I liked it already. Yeah. And I'd already seen it. Mm-hmm. So um, this is not a bad movie, kids. I don't know why people would hate it. I, I mean, it's it's not going to be an Oscar winner by any fucking stretch. What movie that we review is other than the fucking Shining, you know, um, potentially Misery, which is on the list, by the <laughs> way. Um I don't even remember what my last pick was or my next pick is going to be. I can't remember. Um, but uh, no, it's it's a fun little piece of popcorn flick, kids. It's it's not really going to make you think. It's just traps in a house with a dude trying to get a ruby out and then a kid for no reason because that's not his kid. Yeah. Um. I mean, yes, we care about the kid. He just kind of likes the kid. Like- right. He's like, oh, you're this little girl. You're you me of my daughter. You. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. What the hell did he give his daughter? Where did he? Where did he? Was it some kind of weird stuffed animal thing at the beginning? Yeah. Um. So okay. So what happens? 
uh, early in the movie when he's at the tea party, he asks Hannah uh, if you could have one present. Oh. What would it be? And she says a specific kind of bear. That's what he gets. Got it. His okay. daughter. Got it. All right. Because I was, I had gotten confused again looking at my phone. Mm. I, I thought he stole it from the kid for some reason. <laughs> like, okay. What? A, he's not that kind of douche. Uh, no. He's not, I mean, he he again goes back in to rescue the kid from the serial killer. Right. Which and he steals a ruby right. from his her parents. But who, he doesn't steal something from the kid. Right. Her parents who are legit dicks. And they are it. not great people. They are not. No. The sister's not a great person. That kid is really the only pure thing in that house, except for possibly the cat. And even then, the cat was kind of a dick, too. It was so, a cat. So. <laughs> it was a cat. So. As much as I love cats, they're all kind of dicks. But it's okay. The fish live. The fish live. <laughs> no, this movie's not bad, kids. It's not. Uh, it's It's something to just watch. You know, don't pay attention to it too hard. It's not. Yeah, you know, it's not something that's going to hurt your brain too much. Um, it's a fun one. It's it's not meant to be deep by any stretch, uh, unless right. you're trying to think about what kind of people he's collecting, which is really difficult to do because yeah. we know of two mm-hmm. people that he is. Co- well, yeah, we know of two people he's collected. One was Larry. Yeah. Um, we don't know who was in the box before Larry. Right. We know Arkin, but Arkin was unplanned, so we don't know which person he originally planned to take. Right. And I'm thinking in that case, it, it was either going to be the daughter, because again, he knew she was there. Yeah. He's seen the pictures. Um, I would assume Hannah, because I was... I would assume Hannah, or Because I would the rest the he tried daughter. to kill. Yeah. He yeah. did try to kill the, the teenage daughter pretty immediately. True, yeah. He yeah. wasn't the direct cause of her demise, yeah. but he did go after. He was totally watching her get bones. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause he's a perv too, but I'm, I'm, I would be 99% certain that it was Hannah that he was after. And then, Oh wait, now we've got this whole, you know, most dangerous game thing going on right. because Arkin is this unplanned piece. Um, and again, did Arkin go in alone or was that just the he father went in the house alone? Okay. Okay, because I thought he would. I thought he brought his other. He was talking previous to them. coworkers um, with him. Yeah, he planned he, a heist with them, but I think they were going to be more getaway car. Ah, uh, okay. I, I, yeah, it's. I'm not. I wasn't super clear on what they were going to be doing. Right, but so I, I think that the director of this piece may. Sorry, I'm not leaning away from my microphone. May have been going towards this, you know, rich people deserve it sort of vibe. Both families that were targeted were rather well to do. Yeah. So So maybe. Maybe possibly. But there's no, absolutely no motive given. No. For this guy, for the collector. So you don't know what he's after. You don't know what he's doing. And even in the sequel. He never speaks. Not at all. And that mask is fucking creepy. I do like that mask. I want to know what kind of context they give him to make his eyes do that. Hmm. The weird cat eye where every like light reflects green off of it. It's fucking. Oh, they do have those. Awesome. They do have those. The ones, the cat, cat eye reflective stuff. Um, they're expensive as fuck, but, um, it's awesome and creepy. It is. It (laughs) really is. Uh, it, it, it looks like when you like take that picture of your dog. Yeah. And you see the, the reflection from their retina. That's what it looks like. Um, but even in the sequel, 
the victim that he goes for is well to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he is definitely going after well to do wealthy people. So, you know, I, I guess that could be part of it. Mm-hmm. So there's some kind of yeah motivation there, but we don't ever know what it is. The most that we know is that this guy is just kind of a psychopath, but also a genius. Right. Right. And he can MacGyver his fucking way through a board and a razor blade mm-hmm. and make you regret it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. The things he does with just staples. Yeah. Ugh. He, he is. Okay. So he, he reminds me a little of my kink life. Um, <laughs> cause, uh, we went to this. Uh, I don't know if we discussed it last time. Claw. Claw. I think we've mentioned it. A I think we've times. mentioned it. I don't think we went into any details. Yeah. Cleveland Leather Awareness Weekend or Cleveland Leather something weekend. No, you're right. Um, but so it's a kink convention, kids. It, it's whips and chains and all that kind of delightful, delightful stuff. Um, I've always just kind of been able to walk through my kitchen with a halfie because I know what I can do with a fork. Um <laughs> I've got a little bit of that sadist thing going on, but Mm. we legitimately had a class called the $20 dungeon. Like this dude. And I ended up being demo dummy for it. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) Snail trail. Um, But no, he literally went to the dollar store, Mm -hmm. bought $20 worth of stuff and Mm -hmm. showed how you can use it in a dungeon. Um, he brought a, a few other things from home that he was able to repurpose, like an old belt he cut into strips that you can use as a flogger. Uh, you can use old, like, robe ties for bondage, things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, icy hot. Icy hot on your junk, kids. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it just like, if you really want to just, like, get kind of down and dirty with it, one of those cheap ass phone charger cords. You've got a million of them lying around your house. Tie, Almost your, tie your people up with them. There you go. You know, they're not as, you know, as bendy as a rope, but they work. Mm-hmm. Plus, they kind of hurt if you tie them too tight. So, I mean, be careful with that, please. Yes. Obviously, anytime you're getting into kink play, be very, very careful because it can be dangerous. Um, but the fact that this dude could just take like a box of razors and a board and you and know, make window guillotines seriously and like strong enough to just immediately decapitate a cat. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And just fishing line and fish hooks. What? Just, he just waited for someone to walk into him and then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- you, they do the work they for you. Fish hooks did. Exactly. Hook, line, and singer. Uh-huh. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Can't all be winners, kids. Um, but no, he was absolutely ingenious. I, I think the way that they played these traps, timeline excluded. Right. Because we don't... Uh, that is what's probably pissing Waylon off the most, I'm sure. I need to read that article and, and be, be sure. But um, barring the timeline, what he did with that house... If he's able to remember exactly what he did and Which where he to, appears to be able he appe- to, yeah, he appears to be able to to miss his own traps. Um, you know, knowing exactly where they are, being very methodical about even where he takes a step, because he knows that he has to be careful. They don't know what's coming around. Right. Um, I think they pulled that off really well. Yeah, you know, this is again popcorn as fuck. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's not a bad movie. 
I, I enjoy it quite a bit, actually, because Very I like same. because I like traps. Mm-hmm. I like that sort. I like Saw. I like watching the movies as bad as they were, particularly after like two. Yeah, yeah. Once they were like, oh wait, this is successful. We need to add plot in. Yeah, like, I know. That's not why I'm watching this. Right, <laughs> I'm watching it for the traps. I'm yeah. watching it for people or having their, porn. Thanks. Yeah, I'm watching it for people that are legit, like strapped to a machine that's going to twist their limbs off of their body. Great, gimme. That's what I'm here mm-hmm. for. Um, I'll say three. I'm sorry. After I saw three, because three was actually enjoyable. I really liked three. The one with the doctor and the okay, yeah, and her husband. Yes, yeah. Um, that people don't know until the end of that movie. Um, but uh, I like that sort of thing. And the fact that they combined that rather than having someone kidnapped and brought into this big place, you know, where all of these things have been preset. Mm-hmm. Now it's in your house. Now it's just little traps still deadly. Not all the time. Not all the time. True. Not but all the enough time. Enough of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, you're whipping your head around trying to get rid of a fish hook in your face. And what are you going to do? You're going to end up with one in your eye and you just things are going to happen. And my brain just went awful places. And deep (laughs) breath, Bob, deep breath, deep breath. Anyway. um, No, I don't know why this movie gets hate. Yeah, I don't. Um, Anything to say before we go on to ratings? No, everything I I have to say, I'm saving for ratings. (laughs) There you go. And, and of course, you know, I'm just babbling Brooke over here. <laughs> Hi, Brooke. We miss you. <laughs> um, okay, so ratings. Again, I've said it all. Popcorn. Perfectly serviceable popcorn flick. It's. <laughs> I don't think it deserves any kind of hate. I don't think it deserves the one third of people that like it. it. It deserves a little more than that, really. It's not something to be just hateful over it's not something that deserves that level of scorn because it's just something to have on for noise really um it's not gonna win an oscar it's not that it's not got great acting i mean you know the kid is is spends three more than three quarters of the movie hiding so you don't hear her screaming a whole lot that's good you don't like great for people who hated the babadook exactly where it's one half kid screaming yeah (laughs) yep we've had that discussion kids um so damn it, this uh, gonna be a short ass episode is what it could be. <laughs> um I like this movie. And fuck anybody who doesn't, because it's a good movie. That's all I really gotta say. Cause I mean there's it's not it's not something that's gonna be like, oh my god, this is the best fucking movie ever, but it's not troll 2 it's not the conjuring <laughs> it's not the conjuring it's not troll 2 it's not anything that's that horrible or hateful yeah um so really yeah you know, we've said it all again short episode kids um i'm gonna give this movie straight middle of the road three out of five um fucking slingshotted teenage girls into the wall <laughs> that's, that's what i'm gonna give it Thank you, Madeline Zima, for being such a good sport. <laughs> so, for this movie and me, this movie, I, I feel like I saw in this movie what 
the general populace saw in The Strangers, which mm-hmm. I did not like. I thought it yeah. was largely boring. Yeah. Um, this, I feel, is that concept done better, frankly. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I can see it because in The Strangers, it's just like, okay, we're just going to stand here and be spooky. Right. In this one, he's standing there being spooky, watching the teenage girl have sex, which is even grosser, uh, and plus traps. Yes. Plus traps. Traps are wonderful. <laughs> I love traps. So, The movie, despite being generally dark, and I don't mean thematically, although also thematically, mm-hmm. um, it's not a super well-lit movie because it all takes place... Well, not all of it, but a majority of it takes place at night. It takes place in a house where most of the power is off, largely because people are trying to not be detected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still really well shot, uh, with the exception of the goldfish thing. Like it's it's generally it's generally pretty good. The effects are good. Um, even the cat is pretty mm-hmm. believable. Um, yeah, this movie doesn't deserve the hate that it got. Like I get why it gives people Waylon. Anxiety. <laughs> I get that it may not have been what people were expecting. Yeah, but I don't think that that makes it bad. No, I, I think this is one of those situations where someone tried to give us something relatively original, mm-hmm. and people didn't react well to it. Yeah, which of course is why Hollywood doesn't make anything fucking original. By the way, speaking of which, just saw an article the other day: Pixar's next big movie plan, no sequels. They're planning no sequels at all. They don't want to do sequels anymore. They want to focus on original content. And I'm like, yes, fucking awesome. Pixar. Thank you. Be a leader in that because that's what people want to see. Right. I mean, we know that thematic elements are going to repeat. Sure. But And, and yes, yeah, sequels are fine. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. Build a franchise. But don't make that the majority of your movies. Right. Give us... You know, the new We've content. had 12 years of Marvel. Like, Seriously. we can deal with things that are disconnected for you know, a bit. 50, 50 some odd hours of Marvel movies. Okay. That's not including the fucking, you know. TV shows. The TV shows and the X-Men shit from Fox. Right. You know, once we start combining that shit in with Disney, you know, what the hell. Um, great. Give us a universe. That's fine. Do it well. Yeah. You know, make sure that people understand, yes, this is part of that universe and this is why and communicate that. But for the most part, other than your big summer blockbusters, blah, 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 try and give us original content. We want to see it. I was thoroughly delighted with this movie when I watched it the first time. Uh, Again, it's not great, but I'm like, this is new. This is something I haven't seen. And it's great because it's kind of giving me that. um don't it, it, I want to say don't be afraid of the dark, but that's not what I'm thinking of. It's the one with Audrey Hepburn where she's blind. I love this movie and I watch it like once a year and I can't remember the name of it. But it's it's that home invasion piece. Mm. So you've got that. Plus you've got the masked dude like yeah. the strangers. Plus you've got the traps like Saw. So we're taking all these disparate concepts and combining them in this one kind of glorious whole. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Fuck. (laughs) Not a glory hole. A glorious. Singular piece. Singular piece. Yeah. (laughs) So. This this movie does bring those things together and it does it well. And it doesn't, it doesn't give you answers on some things. Like you don't know the motivation. You don't know why this family was chosen for the collector. You don't know who he's going after. We can kind of assume. But yeah. 
but you don't know. Right. You don't know anything. Like you don't know. You don't know who the guy is mm-hmm. at all. Exactly. You don't know what his fucking voice sounds like. Right. He does uh, not speak. Does not speak. Um. You don't. You just know that like this guy is bad. Shit's going down. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's fine. Yes. That's absolutely fine. Um. Did you give your rating yet? I haven't. Go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I thought you'd done that. And I'm like, wait, what? So uh, go ahead. But this is kind of funny because of a thing that we latched on to earlier. Um, so I had written down my rating before uh, I, I got here. I got it just all done at once. Uh, and I, I I very much enjoyed this movie. I very much, much recommend this movie and its sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, the um, sequel is actually better. I do like I the would collection. I generally agree. Um, but I give this four out of five living goldfish and water electrified enough to kill a human. <laughs> Fuck you, goldfish. <laughs> Die in... that's, that's why I knew, because I wrote it down. Dead in fucking 30 minutes. From, you come over to the pet store, but you're going to survive this kind of electric shit. Fuck you. <laughs> An old CRT TV can't make right. enough electricity to kill a goldfish. I know, Jesus. But that grown-ass man is just right. ruined. <laughs> right. God damn it. Uh, I mean, and I like electroplay, but fuck me. Uh, God. All right, kids. <laughs> You have questions, concerns, want to lay eggs in our brain, uh, want to you know hang fish hooks in our bathroom for no apparent reason? Give us an email at bob at candycodedrazor.com. You can visit us on Facebook at candycoded. Excuse me, facebook.com slash candycodedrazorblades. Uh, you can find us on the web at candycodedrazor.com. You can hit us up on Instagram at ccrb underscore podcast. Twitter, we don't give a fuck about. Um, did I miss anything? Oh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash candycodedrazor. <laughs> I'm RC. You can come chat with me in our Discord. Um, we can talk about random movies or random other horror nonsense. Yay! Find <laughs> traps to murder other people in the Discord. <sighs> Delicious. <laughs> Tented fingers, the whole thing. It's all Obviously. Mr. Burns over here. <laughs> anyway, it's on that note. Bye! Bye! <laughs> oh, short, short.